0: Hello, everyone. This share the Facebook you. Live video of everyone staring at their phone. Okay, we're just, we're I'm streaming on off.
1: YouTube also. Know.
0: We are T Rex. Oh, I can. He- I just heard myself. Oh there. Oh, cool. Yeah, you can't actually see my head. Is it my arm right there? Uh, nope. You can't even see my arm. Uh, uh,
2: uh, it's uh. always trippy because it's got that delay, and you're like, oh yeah, you're every right. action that I've done, like, oh wait, we gotta we gotta wait for that to. Oh to yeah, show there's up. my arm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The reputation is real. Welcome
1: to the Grit City Podcast. Here are your hosts.
0: Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I am Justin. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. And we are with... uh... And with us today, is that how that's going to work out? Oh my God, this is already going to be a train wreck. (laughs) With us today is Jean-Pierre Garcia. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing
2: well. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing really good. And I've known you for a while and you've been working on some really cool stuff. And I was like, I realized I needed to have you on and uh, we needed to talk about basically uh, all ages venues in Tacoma and even more than that, but definitely talking about real art once uh, once we get down to it. Uh, I want to thank everyone listening to us and uh, if you're doing so it's probably cuz you got us at gritcitypodcast.com or your normal fantastic fun podcatcher uh Apple Podcasts or anything along
1: those lines um All
0: of them. All of them, we're yeah. We're on all of them. Are we all on you're, you're you're the technical guy on all of that. Yeah,
1: pretty much all of them. I mean there's a couple. <laughs> I think you can even get us on like iHeartRadio. I think we're on all of them. Too. Really? Yeah, I think Sweet. we're on most of them.
0: Um, and uh, if you guys are cool enough to listen to us, maybe you're cool enough to uh, be a patron and back us and give us money because that is always helpful. Should be that cool. Yeah, right. Patreon.com slash Grit City Podcast. If you do so, there's different tiers, including the $4 tier, which is the base tier, which is a buck an episode uh, because we try to put out four a month. Uh, sometimes it's some of the old school ones,
1: but yeah. we, we've had some really good content lately. So I think so. I but do too. There's four of us. That's only a quarter a person per episode.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, come it's on not now. going towards us. Well, it's going it for eventually. gear and party. Sh- Shut your mouth. All right, yeah. <laughs> Maybe if we actually get some stuff, but now it's like to replace all the the wires and the yeah. cords. And yeah, the well, stuff it, that's it's,
1: busted. It's all come and due. So yeah, yeah. It's I know. A thing.
0: I've been looking at some of the uh, actually our mixing board. There's one input that I don't use because sometimes Is that the one with duct tape over it, <laughs> it might be. <laughs> hey, duct tape fixes everything. Don't even worry about it. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, if you want to help us out that way, we also have a chance for you to get really. Really, really cool stuff like the uh, t-shirts from Shrimp Brothers, which also hoodies. If you want to, you know, kick in a little bit extra more on that. Yeah, man. So these are cool. Mm-hmm. And then all the way up to if you want to sponsor a little segment, uh, you can do so at the uh, top tier on that. We've had some people do that in the past, and it's a very, uh, very easy way to get just a sponsorship on us. But if you want to do just some uh, normal ads and such as well, we are always uh, open to those inquiries. Yeah.
1: If you want an ad, like shoot it at us, we, we get them. But yeah. the, the easiest, most economical way would be the uh, yeah. the patron account. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
0: I find us on uh, social media. If you're watching us right now, live stream. You're cool. Yeah, because we're doing that now. Jeff is making that happen and it's one of those things now that uh, we're going to be doing more live streaming on Facebook. Uh, We also do it with the Patreon through a YouTube account. So if people want to uh, send us questions during the show, uh, they're more than able to at that point. You just got to...
1: Worked out on our last one with the volcano guy.
0: It did. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun and it was a really good question. So thanks to Chris on that one. I remember who it was. Nice. Um, And also that was a kind of terrifying episode. Yeah, like I, I, I don't know. I, don't, I don't know. JP, uh do you ever constantly think about the impending doom of Mount Rainier you uh, constantly erupting,
2: think about it. I mean, I do. Like Scott does constantly only when i see out about it. it only when i see it i do think about impending doom but i don't know if it's rainier specific <laughs> it's just the general climate that, of everything like what could go wrong and then you're right now now i have that to worry about looking at the mountain yeah and it's i like it beautiful the mountain. Oh, dude yeah. i'll
1: change your whole life right now
2: <laughs> did you know there's a, there's a fault that runs through tacoma the tacoma fault Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Explain some things. See? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I (laughs) found that about that freaked me out out of everything (laughs) the most. I was like, oh. I knew about the lahars.
0: I knew about the volcanoes. And now you're saying there's a fault here. Right. Do we have, like, a geology
2: teacher to shout out and thank? Or is that just the...
0: That was just uh, our buddy Brian over at the uh, Washington State Emergency Management Division. Uh, He's, like, the head of the planning and everything yeah, on that.
1: for Earthquakes and volcanoes. Yeah, earthquakes and volcanoes,
0: yeah. very specifically on that. And what he says is just uh, follow all the uh, geological sites because we're monitoring all of this stuff. Mm. So we'll probably know when it could happen. We shouldn't be surprised. Mm.
1: But yeah here we are
0: you gotta be informed on that at least know where to go to even know about what's going on with that
1: after the show he was even more scary he was like dude there's nothing you can do (laughs) he he didn't didn't say that I was just totally joking
0: (laughs) but go back and listen to that episode or even some of our previous ones I love it if uh, people go back there and comment on stuff that we've talked about even uh, you know over a year ago we've had some really fantastic people
1: well and I think um, if people have questions man feel free to email us or or put them post them um, when you see the episodes and we'll, we'll ask those questions later we can always bring that guy back on
0: and you literally we have coaster questions you could write them on the back of a coaster take a picture of it and send it to any of our social media which you can find at gridcitypodcast.com which you can find right on the uh the show notes Yep. that Just click, the, click the image yep and yep. you'll get all of that so it's a perfect way to go ahead and do that but we're here to talk with jp about the real art tacoma Yay. now this is a this is an area this is a a, a building area now Looking online, it says that there's a whole bunch of different things together inside of the Real Art building. There's a bunch of different segments and stuff like that. But tell me and tell all the listeners really what it's about and um, why people should be going to this and supporting Real Art.
2: Well, Real Art Tacoma is an all-ages venue. It's a music venue event space for young people, mm-hmm. specifically. There are a lot of bars on South Tacoma Way. We wanted to do a space that was alcoholic-free um, so that you know people can just focus on the work, focus on the art, focus on the music. Um, it's been around for a little bit. the The building has a lot of history. Real Art is named after the one of the first theaters in Tacoma. Oh, wow. Okay. So um, back in the 20s, I want to say. And it was one of the longest running theaters to, um, I think, through the 60s. And then it wow. became a dance hall. And I'm just doing this from memory. So No, yeah. Good job on this, actually. <laughs> it's actually the site is across the street from us. And our oh, logo okay, yeah. is based on the original marquee for that theater.
0: Neat. That's actually pretty amazing on that. And I mean, in South Tacoma
2: way has a,
0: a lot of history to it. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, God, we could probably just have a long standing episode with a Dunkelberger just about South Tacoma way. That might be fun. I'm going to have to take a note of that. Um, there's Tacoma. Yeah, <laughs> someone doing a burnout on that. Um, but yeah, like you said, there's a distinct lack of all ages venues. Mm-hmm. Um, Seattle has a fair amount of them, uh, most notably something like the Vera Project or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. But with with Tacoma and especially on South Tacoma Way, you'll get like you know the airport, you'll get the church cantina, you'll get a lot of bars in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Stonegate just went uh, went away. Which is kind of sad, yeah. I don't think I ever
1: went there. I went
0: there a couple times. It was pretty good. I liked the pizza. And, I mean, there was a cover band there once. So that was kind of interesting. I mean, it's a cover band. It's a cover band. It's a cover band. But uh, there's been a lot of all of these places that just you you can't market towards uh, all ages. And have those areas where people can just go and um, do stuff and have a nightlife with it not being centered around drinking booze. It seems it's a it's a longstanding Tacoma tradition.
2: Yes, it's definitely a hard sell, especially with like comedy where it's traditionally, you know, yeah, yeah. I'll have a beer and I'll laugh. Yeah. Um and other other capacities. But the the venue itself um was the business license is actually named under is Viaduct. Back in two thousand, two thousand ten, um, for about three years it was run by the people that ran um, Rainfest, which was a national hardcore festival in Seattle. Oh wow! Okay. So a lot of punk roots, um, a lot of DIY mentality and intention behind it. Mm-hmm. The leaseholders, the five original leaseholders, were part of that that group that saw that the building was available again, and they said, you know, we have to do it. Yeah. You know, we have to go back. There was a lot of um, remodeling already done because um, I think it was an Arthur Murray dance studio, and so oh, they okay. had like hardwood floors put in. And then, um, we just asked a lot of the community a lot of different questions on what we should be doing. Um, we look at Vera Project and Makeshift in Bellingham. We consider them almost venue cousins. Okay, yeah, because yeah. we actually have a lot of the same you know intention and mentality, and a lot of bands that tour go up to Seattle and Bellingham and back down and vice versa. So it's another stop, and it's like, hey
0: guys, it's viable for you to come up here because we have at least three places in three distinct areas they are going to have their own crowds, uh, or the ones that are able to go and travel to all of those if they're really big fans of it as well.
2: Yes, that's one of the biggest proving points that, that we do is we try to um, illustrate that Seattle isn't the be all and end all of everything. True, you know, there's there is quite a lot of differences in the markets. Even though a lot of people will go to Seattle or will go up to Bellingham or down to Portland, um, Tacoma is also right here.
0: And that's, I mean, that's a, that's one of the reasons why we've been doing this podcast as well. It's because uh, a lot of people kind of consider us in the shadow of Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that even just with the the mentality that we have, sure, there's things that we share about it, but Tacoma is its own distinct. Um, breed of person Mm. uh with the art it's also the uh, there's a there's a large difference in just going from a seattle to a tacoma mentality and if you've lived in like seattle or the east side like bothell for a while uh and you come down here there is distinctly a culture shift in terms of uh even just as something of people talking to you Mm -hmm. on the street because in Tacoma, they will absolutely do so. Uh, they have no problems telling you about what's going on in their lives, whether you want it or not. But it is, it's is—it's one of those Well, and it's its part of that charm, too. It's because people are open to talk to you. They're not just going to silently judge you as you stand in line. They'll call you out about something. That's stuff. one of the
1: reasons I love it here, man. It just has that weird, um, like, every person feel. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I love it.
2: So. So for us, it's really tough because we like to have... It's almost like a double-edged sword where uh, people sometimes think we have a chip on our shoulder. Yeah. But so we want to remain attractive to like, you know, artists and tours and management companies and booking agencies and that kind of thing. But also... um, have you all talked about or heard about the Keep Tacoma Feared hashtag? <laughs> no, I don't think we've actually brought it up. I know of
1: it. Yeah, it's a thing, right? Like, because people don't want people to know that
2: Tacoma's nice, right? So, yeah. as much as I love listening about, you know, like with your podcast, I'm like, yeah, this is great. I'm like, but don't tell everybody. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Keep it feared. And that was,
2: I mean.
1: So you're okay with the Keep It Feared then? I love that hashtag. Okay. Nice. It, nice. It
2: makes me really happy. And I just kind of smile because uh, I know where it's coming from um it, there's a lot of uh worry about gentrification yep there's absolutely a lot of uh, you know marginalized groups, people that are concerned about being pushed out mm-hmm. because of pricing.
0: Yeah. And that's, I mean, it's a really good point because right outside, right now, I mean, we record at the Union Club, which is a beautiful old historic building right close to the waterfront of the bay. Right. And what are they building right in front of it is the Linker Light Rail. Yep. Which is, I think it's a really great thing because it's one of those things where it's going to be helping people um, to be able to get around who quite possibly can't or wouldn't be able to easily do so. But. But at that same point, Point you get in now. Suddenly, the people that want to say, "Oh, now we're in a prime real estate area. Mm-hmm. We're going to, you know, do a flip on a house or flip on a condo," and suddenly we're going to charge an insane amount of money. That's going to happen, though. and we're, we're going to price yeah. people out.
1: Like that, that light rail is going to change the face of the, every neighborhood it goes through. It right. will. Yeah, there's no no doubt about it.
0: But right. that's why we've also had people on who uh, yep. who will go out there and talk with small businesses. And help them, and it's so that they can be able to be prepared to deal with the the influx of new people coming in and being able to make a living and be able to change their business plans based on all of that yeah. so it's the gentrification is going to happen, hmm. but if people in the community can see that and instead of um, pushing all of it away, sort of more or less embrace what it's coming into and try to adapt to that. It'll be an easier time at that. What was I'm that hoping. dude's um,
1: name? Urban business. That Net. yeah. What was it? I don't know. Oh damn it! We'll put it in the notes. Yeah, but we <laughs> we had a guy on that specifically does it like urban business support S- solutions solutions. It was an ass yeah. at the end of it. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure, but he specifically helps small businesses work through gentrification
0: and he he was he's really good at that, and uh he was doing it as a five o one c he wants to make sure and he's done a lot of realty stuff in the past and I mean, you go back and listen to the episode
1: yeah, but obviously he's not going to be able to help everybody exactly, right? and that's the and, pro- problem and so. that's and it's it it is
0: a problem in terms of like yeah, I want. I want Tacoma to again, you know, keep Tacoma feared a little bit to the point of like yeah, we don't want everyone coming down, but also if you lived here in the 90s, you understood how terrifying Wright Park really was. And now for you know, they're having, you know, entire like food truck uh, you
1: know get-togethers, and having uh, all the big park parties. There's podcasts that get drunk, and they they (laughs) ride their scooters right down to South Tacoma Way, right?
0: What? Do they do that? Do they do that? I don't know. I've heard of it. Someone might uh, have broken their knee afterwards. Yeah, but
1: nobody got mugged or shot or robbed. That's true. Right? And we had a great time.
0: We did. And we drank a gigantic a beer each. And yeah. That was really fun. Was, I mean, those urban,
1: people did that. <laughs> those people did Urban Business Support. Oh,
0: perfect. Okay, guy. it was yeah. support. So, yeah. Good job you. Yeah, no, you said support, I said solutions. <laughs> oh, shit. <What> good job <laughs> me. Um, so, with Real Art, we, we've talked about uh, venue, uh, being a venue for concerts and shows to do. Right. But
2: it, it's more than just that, right? So, the, the Real Art Presents is a 513C non-profit. Um, we've had new management come through. Um, we've had new leaseholders. Um, one of the original leaseholders stayed on, um, named Tom, who was more focused with um, a clothing brand. Um, oh, the clothing brand is Electric Sex, and they sell screen printing. Oh, okay. So, uh, well, not, they don't sell screen printing. They screen print shirts. Okay, they yeah. sell they sell clothes. <laughs> um, so the store is called Thunderdome, um, and that that's been going since the beginning. But um, one of their partners, uh, Ron. Who runs making music, which is the screen is another screen printer, mm-hmm. um, is set up in shop. And what Ron has done has done a lot of rebuilding, remodeling, and refocusing a lot of the spaces that he saw. Is like, you know, we're not really using this, and we could use this space for something more. So the other businesses aside from um, the concerts are the screen printing, which has been really busy, nice, um, round the clock printing, big orders. Um, They're doing a lot of great stuff. They're even considering another location in addition to this space. Wow. Um, Cool. So that's been awesome. And then we just, um, a couple months ago, had a deal with a barbershop. So there's a barbershop in there. Really? um, That's cool. Which was where our gear used to be stored for (laughs) bands to load in. And so we kind of moved things around a little bit uh, to allow people to have sort of a green room space. It's still in the works. Um, the old office was moved to where Concessions used to be. That's where the screen printing is now. Before that, we had a, a record press printing company oh. called Swoon Records. Um, they were in there for a little while. Um, right now... Are they just gone now? Yeah, they're they're gone. I don't know the full details on that one. Okay. But um, instead, in that space, they, they had the printing press there. But now they are putting in a coffee shop. Ooh, okay. nice. So it's a little cafe... Um, That space has got new tile, it's got artwork on the floor, the counters are built, the walls are up. Um, We're still kind of working on the service part of it, Um, so it's not in-service yet, but we've kind of tested it out a couple times um, to see what that space would look like. Um, So we started that with, um, one of the things actually you liked, was a zine-making workshop. Oh, yeah, yeah. showcase, actually. So we had a couple volunteers that work with us that is really into making zines, and I said, "This volunteer loves zines. This volunteer loves zines. Let's make them happy. Let's all have you, you know, <laughs> set up a table, uh, maybe do some poetry reading or whatever you you'd like to do." And they just ran with it. And that's, that's cool. the DIY men- mentality—is like you want something to do, let's do it, do it yourself, put it on, and then it was great.
0: So if somebody has an idea for an event, they can come to you, come to RealR, go to the, the the website or the pages or anything like that, and kind of, or even go to the venue and kind of like, see what they could possibly do? Or how do you, how do you guys want people to approach you for um, any sort of art project? Because, like, I don't want a whole bunch of people just showing yeah. up being like, I want to do this! And then all of a sudden,
2: you're, like, inundated with a bunch of drunk people trying to, like, do whatever. So there's no shortage of great ideas. Mm-hmm. The the important part is that DIY, do-it-yourself, the, the action, the intention to, okay, I have this idea, let's make it real. Mm-hmm. And so that's what that process is like. So, um... What we do and what I what I do mostly is um I fill all those booking requests. We've had tours and management companies um come to us, um, but more what is better for us is to have that conversation and mm-hmm. say is like, what is it actually that you want to do here? A lot of people can say, like, oh I want to do a show. Yeah, it's okay. exactly. Yeah. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. What what kind of artist? What who's gonna be on stage? When is it gonna happen? Like all of these questions, um and in the booking page it actually kind of lists each thing that we're looking for. Oh, perfect. So
0: and where can people find that booking page?
2: That's at RealArtTacoma.com. That is that is awesome.
0: And so how long have you been with uh Real Art Tacoma?
2: I've been with Real Art Tacoma about three years. It kind of started as, oh yeah, this is in my neighborhood because my parents live down there. Okay. And I was going to college at the time. I'm like, this sounds cool, this is great. One of the uh, sound techs actually was like, oh, come on in. He was like having a smoke. And he's like, yeah, like I send you records all the time. Let's, let's have you be a part of these meetings. And I'm like, sure, <laughs> why not? And uh, it just kind of started little by little where, you know, I was in on the meeting. And they're like, you know, we need somebody to do spreadsheets. And I'm like, I, I know Excel. I can do spreadsheets. No problem. And then I was looking over the finances. And then it was like, oh, we need somebody to answer emails. Okay, I can answer emails. Let's do that. And, and then, pretty
0: soon you're doing just a ton and ton. And you're sure. Like,
2: All right. Yeah. And you're in on it. But that's
0: awesome too because it it really seems like it's something you've been passionate about. I mean, mm-hmm. we've been friends for a while, and also on I mean, you know, as an extension on social media. So I get to kind of see that passion when you're dealing with trying you know, to people just trying to deal with booking or uh, moving stuff around. <laughs> Anything event related is uh, I mean, we've seen it with just the stuff that oh, we've man. tried to put together. It's a clusterfuck at best. And so <laughs> always. Yeah, always, and it's always like suddenly, like well, especially with Scott, who's the worrier, who's like suddenly (laughs) like, "Um, you know, if we have more than X amount of people, now it's going to cost us a lot of money, and Mm -hmm. we're like.
2: Yeah, so let's just have a
0: nice, fun, private uh, event.
1: That's why our events are small. So if you want to come, you better get on the list quick. Yeah. (laughs)
2: It's a sharp
1: cutoff. It's these many people, and we're done. Yeah, As soon as their insurance kicks in, we're not doing anymore.
2: Anybody else? Sorry. Next time.
0: (laughs) And you've been working in in Tacoma in the... uh, just kind of like even working with uh, the the public broadcasting service with a uh, KBTC as well. Yes. Um. So that's had to have been fun too because I mean, with with KBTC and the PBS stuff, you get a lot of the national public uh, uh, programming and such. But mm-hmm. there's a lot so, There's also a lot of just local Tacoma-based stuff as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh. So it was kind of a weird transition that it hit me at around the same time that I would start working with Real Art and start working at um KBTC. Um, I went to school for broadcasting, I went to green river and that's what I studied. And some of the crossovers with KBTC and real art are very, um, blatant to me. It's a lot of data. It's a lot of scheduling. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. And that's specifically what I do is I work in programming and scheduling. So I have so many calendars in my head that my master calendar, I've shown it to a few people and it really scares like what? <laughs> There's so many colors. I'm like, yeah, I got to color code this to this and this. Um, but for me, it's not so much the details that kind of excite me and make me really wanting to be a part of it as like a, like a party planner. Mm-hmm. It's more the effect on people. So when I'm working with a TV schedule, yeah, it could be a lot of letters. It could be a lot of names. It could be titles. But for me, when I'm like, no, this is somebody's day that's when it really clicks for me and okay, i'm yeah. able
0: to enjoy it a little bit more and this is how they're spending their time mm-hmm. with all of that and i mean i mean that's kind of like how we like deal with this and i mean i've always kind of considered <laughs> well i mean we're at a way lower professional level uh, when it comes down to the grid city podcast but it's one of those that uh people are spending their time listening to us and mm-hmm. so you need to kind of consider that and and uh, I try to get some information about Tacoma. It's the love letter to the place that I grew up at. And it's one of those things. Aww. Where, well, it is. Aww. It really is. Plus I want to meet a whole bunch of other people and it's a lot easier. If, like small talk being like, Hey, do you want to be on my podcast? <laughs> kind of helps a little bit on that. Um, One question I had for you in terms of uh, uh, just being uh, booking in Tacoma, Mm -hmm. uh, other than we didn't mention the fact that, you know, kind of being in the shadow of like a Seattle or anything like that, are there any like unique challenges uh, to being in this area as opposed to anywhere else, especially being an all ages venue where there's not alcohol being served? Are those the biggest ones or is there something uh, along the lines where you're like, most people really wouldn't? expect this to be an issue but being in Tacoma it might actually be
2: Um, there is a lot of things that we try to nip in the bud Mm -hmm. there are a lot of different challenges so for example we're well aware of our infrastructure with i5 we're well aware that traffic happens yes we know this Mm -hmm. and so that's why we are very uh, focused on making sure that we do keep artists opening and closing um, from Tacoma from the city and that kind of narrows the field a little bit which makes it a little bit challenging Um, but not only do we just keep it local, we also try to make sure that we are having young people, people of marginalized groups. Um, and so we keep sometimes bringing the pie smaller, but at the same time, even if we've had a few of the repeat acts, um, I've seen some really cool and great stuff from young people partnering Mm -hmm. right alongside some of the older, more experienced acts Mm -hmm. that are on tour and they're able to like. You know, cross-reference and swap notes and say, like, this is how we did it. And, oh, cool. That's so cool. Um, the biggest and most difficult part about booking is getting everybody kind of on the same page. Because everybody that comes into events kind of has their own expectations. Okay, yeah. So it's a lot of managing those expectations and saying, okay, so I understand that you've done it this way, but this is how we do it. Yeah. And so it's a lot of explaining
0: and it's, I, it'd probably be at that point as well. It's like if they're having that and you just kind of have to have that no-nonsense attitude. I mean, oh, yeah. being from Tacoma kind of helps in that term because I, I think a lot of people already uh, like have a predisposition to thinking everyone's going to be very confrontational. So, I mean, being able just to be able to tell people what's up kind of helps uh, at least a little bit on that end. Oh,
2: yeah. Getting out in front of it and saying this is how it is mm-hmm. gets you so much further.
1: That's that's hilarious because <laughs> for us when we did comedy, right, yeah. it was it was so much better when we go – Ahead of time, and talk to people, and be like, "Hey, look, this is what we need, and we need a sound guy here. We need this and this." Mm-hmm. And then um, Rusty and um, his partner on their Rated Eighties yeah, podcast, yeah, at one point had a—I um, want to say the guy's last name was Tribble—and he was a <laughs> comedian booker for, I know, from Star Trek, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, they call him Tribble Trips because he he books all the oh yeah, yeah, all the like the dirty nasty yeah, the, places. all the spots that were like hours away from everywhere else, and he would actually go weeks ahead of time and, and train, because it was a lot of times it's bars in small towns in Idaho, Nevada, Wyoming. And so he would go ahead, um, weeks ahead of time and train the bartenders like, Hey, you, you can't throw the bottles in the garbage cans because that distracts people because they don't know. Right. right. He's like, I mean, he would train the bar owners. You need to have more, um, bartenders here, more waitresses or waiters, whatever, because, um, you're going to have a, a more clients and they need to be able to, um, get, get drinks quietly right mm. like and yeah and and i had never thought about that but like when you say it and he said it and just looking at what we did it makes perfect sense right like going ahead of time and and getting everything lined out is is way better when you're going to do something like that
2: or just not doing it at all <laughs>
1: yeah
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. And, and
2: sometimes that's where like i do pass on things and i'm like oh man like that would be so cool yeah like you're already asking for a normal leg and i just don't have that
0: Yeah. And that's I think people need to understand that, too. You guys are 501C. You're dealing and you're doing a lot of stuff. And even like you're talking about, like the DIY mentality, there's just sometimes you're just not going to be able to pull something off. But being straightforward with people, I think, is uh, is a boon on that, too. It's like we're not doing this for Mm -hmm. any other reason, but you're asking for this up here and we're not going to be able to do that that's funny. and it'll be kind of awkward when you show up and there's like we wanted a big old stage show and like we got some flashlights
1: that's exactly how <laughs> we are with uh people streaming right like yeah i don't i don't, don't want to do anybody over skype i don't want to interview anybody over I, I want you here in person i want to talk to you and yeah hang out yeah and i mean it helps
0: for what we do i mean super hyper local Right, but
1: we've had people not come on because of that too. We've had um, you know guests come on. Hey, I have this book or whatever, and like, nah, are you gonna be in town? No, then "Eh, man, sorry. Next time you're in town, maybe we had a dude
0: from LA screen a movie from the Blue Mouse Theater, and guess what? He showed up, and we did it, and we partied, and it was was great. Awesome, it was actually really cool. The movie movie was interesting. Yeah, it was good. (laughs) It was something.
2: (laughs) Different (laughs) expectations. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. And uh, all right, so we're gonna we're gonna take a break. We're gonna refill our drinks. We got Jean Pierre Garcia with us. With Real Art Tacoma. When we come back, we're going to do some coaster questions. So get ready for some uh, drunken questions. And uh, actually, I got some news articles and stories and some uh, other BS things because I looked around on Reddit and I figured that since we're all local, we can uh, all have some input on some stuff. So we're going to be back in
1: just a minute. You're supposed to say diecutstickers.com all the time. That'll be my job in this. I could ask you about your interesting coaster and you could tell me I'm drunk. Do I a, oh, yeah. You want to yeah, role play? Make this hard, let's do a role play. role yeah. play. All right, all right, Jeff, you started. Are we doing something now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, act like here. Make 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 a noise. Bang bang that. Bang that against the. <laughs> Hey, Scott, be careful. You about spilt your beer all over my Grit City podcast sticker. Yeah, don't worry, man. They're they're durable. They're made by diecutstickers.com. By who? diecutstickers.com. How do you get them?
0: Go to diecutstickers.com and tell them the Grit City podcast sent you. Exactly.
1: That's where you can get high-quality, durable stickers for any of your needs. Grit City 15 to get 15% off. (laughs) I couldn't come up with it. it I couldn't. I was like, oh, we need to put that in. But I couldn't. I couldn't. My brain didn't work fast enough. Can we do it again? This is too much fun, but I'm, I'm a little too tipsy to be doing this. When we're done here, because I'm going to be drunk. Are oh, yeah? Probably. Well,
0: you've been drinking those pumpkin beers. I'm really happy for that. Yeah, well,
1: someone had to get rid of them because yeah. they're terrible. They
0: are not great. We got those specifically for you when yeah. you were house-sitting for me.
1: They're 7%, though. I like that.
0: Okay, there and you they're, go. And they're
1: not, not super um, bitter either. Only 24 IBUs, so I'm, I'm happy with that.
0: What's an IBU?
1: Um, an International uh, Bitter Unit.
0: Oh, so if it's a higher thing like that, it's probably an IPA?
1: Uh, well, IPAs are high, usually higher um, yeah. IBUs, but not. Necessarily, it just depends on the beer. Really? I
0: yeah. stopped drinking uh, IPAs because they would, those were the ones that instantly gave me heartburn.
1: Yeah. So, oh, I'm going to fucking get weird. Yeah, here we go. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here we go. So, you actually have uh, bitter, bitter sensing organs through your entire digestive tract. It's one of the only things that you, your body can detect can sense all the way through your body, right? Really? Yeah, and they think it has something to do with um, poisons. How'd you learn about this? Uh, just bars. <laughs> <laughs> just hanging out at bars, dude. Where they? Well, where breweries, like um, where they brew, right? Like, um, right. so you brew in those places, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, IBUs are a big deal.
0: Uh, well, know. and that's, I've seen some of those where they have them listed, uh, and they'll tell you exactly, like, one of them had, like, a huge amount, and then it would be, like, a Coors or something that yeah. had... Very, very little. Yeah. So, so. for a
1: big t- for a while, it was like um, like craft beers would go higher IBUs was better. But then people realized like you can only taste like to a certain number. Oh. Yeah. So they would be like, this is two hundred and fifty. I don't. I'm, I'm pulling numbers out of my butt, so I don't want emails. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll be like, this is two hundred and fifty IBUs, right? And uh, and then the science. People were like, yeah, but you can only taste like 150, so like, you're just... Really? Yeah, but I don't know. I'm not a brewer, so...
0: But everyone loves... And that's the thing. Everyone loves the higher numbers. It's a contest all the time. Yeah,
1: if you're a beer guy or into IPAs, they go with higher numbers. I don't like...
0: And you got a handlebar mustache and... Yeah, yeah, I'm not a big Probably dressed of... like a train conductor or yeah. something like that.
1: Bitter beer doesn't do it for me. I just no, not, it sucks. And... But around here. <laughs> God, it sucks. This is even gets worse, right? Because we live in Washington and we have all the hops. Like mm-hmm. all the hops, right? Yeah. So you can actually get fresh squeezed beers here, which is hops. hops. Fresh squeezed beers? That's what they call it. Well, they call them fresh squeezed hops or, or oh, okay. fresh um. A lot of them, yeah, they'll call them fresh squeezed beers. It sounds weird, <laughs> but they will. It is. That's why I'm like, oh, oh orange juice. They'll oh, be like, no. oh, these are fresh squeezed, and you be like, what the shit? But no, it's because the hops have been picked and then actually uh, brewed within like a week or something. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And the rest of the country doesn't get that. So. Ooh. So we're fancy with yeah, that. Yeah. But it sucks when you don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: like, I'm kind of impartial to it. It gets me, uh, gives me heartburn right mm. away, and I mean. At this point in time, I'm old enough. Like Coors like, gives me heartburn. The like, spices in them.
1: this pumpkin beer terrible though.
0: I found out how much I really actually hate pumpkin spice shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. I went to of all the stupid things. I went to Menchie's at the Tacoma Dome. Mm-hmm. We were wandering around there. I think the wife needed a new iPhone or some shit. And so I'm like, I'm getting Froyo because going to the mall is kind of a pain in the ass anyway go. for pumpkin me. Froyo they had they well they had sugar cookie and then they had pumpkin spice and then you can mix them both oh okay so i went for it and i realized i don't like pumpkin spice but then i also mixed it was a graveyard i mixed up some other things too i had like <laughs> like chocolate oreo cake and some shit in there and then maybe a vanilla just to kind of balance everything out Feel, I go to that place and it's terrible.
1: Feels but, like it's getting stronger, like the pumpkin spice is getting stronger. How many of those have you had? Well, no, oh, I, not okay. just <laughs> in this beer. I just mean in general. Like Oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like five years ago it would be like pumpkin spice coffee and you're like, Okay, I can taste it. And now it's just like all well, you it's can smell there. it before you walk in a building. Yeah. Okay. No. I hope you're cutting all this out. No, this
0: no, no, I'm just keeping is, all oh, this. Fuck. But yeah, we are back. So uh, we are back with Jean-Pierre Garcia from real art Tacoma. And we wanted to do some coaster questions. And I think I might've just been drunk when I did these myself last night. So it might just be my <laughs> questions. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but if people want to submit coaster questions, a lot of times we'll put the call out for people, um, while we are getting ready to prepare for an episode, because mm-hmm. we kind of stack a bunch of them on top of each other. We try to get a bunch of pod- uh, podcast episodes done at one time. Uh, Uh, Seriously, like send us a message if you see that we put the shout out on it. Reply to our Facebook. If you're watching us live, like many people might be doing, submit your questions right now because we got Jeff. He's in the back. He's monitoring. He'll put his hand up, and then I'll be like, oh, hey, Jeff, what's up? And he'll ask one of those questions. That's what happened with our uh, earthquake preparedness dude, uh, Brian, and then Chris did that, so it was pretty awesome on that term. And also, if you have anything that you were like, hey, maybe you should have so-and so on and also here are some questions like that helps like we like asking questions from our fans
1: yeah Uh, we don't like to do a lot of hard work so please send us questions (laughs) to ask our guests and yes you're not wrong
0: (laughs) uh so the first quote-unquote coaster questions for this one uh what are some local bands that people haven't heard of that you think that should be recognized like i mean that's a tough one in a lot of terms but and i mean
2: across the gamut of all types of sound yeah, because
1: you could pick just a number like three what's three three local bands that you think people I, should listen to? you
2: see to? i've done this and i have like a master band list in my head and i've got like over like a hundred bands nice <laughs> so <laughs> now i'm like having to pick like my favorite children and this is awkward this is great
0: <laughs> because <laughs> anybody else is gonna be like well why didn't you say us
2: right? yeah
1: okay so <laughs> do you have an email address for hate mail just I mean, you might want to put that out there real
2: quick <laughs> uh what's one that i don't use oh no i'm kidding <laughs> uh <laughs> let's see uh the sad thing too well the sad the bittersweet thing mm-hmm. is like one of my favorite artists in this area, and uh in general is moving and oh. so that's, that so it's great because they're they're getting um good news and success and I'm not sure how much of that is public information, but uh Clyde villain is so good, really definitely check out clyde villain um clyde's vocals is just amazing um it's right. it's got a lot of soul yeah, yeah. it's got a lot of r and b and for me also because I do get hit up with a lot of the same artists mm-hmm. same style um having something that's in in this realm where it's just very lo-fi but also just I don't know homey and okay. and like familiar is just so good um another one another couple actually and these are all soloists and so you might you might detect a pattern mm-hmm. uh trusty sea creatures can I do some name. Really cool stuff on their own and in a group. So um, they do a lot of the delay pedal. They, they So they loop a lot okay. of things. Okay, yeah, yeah. But when it's with the full band too, it's like, what is going on? It's just like a whole other dimension because one person can do a lot. Yeah. Right? But when there's multiple people, it's like even better. Um, so I really like the layers. That's cool. That yeah, into that. <laughs> that is really. cool. Yeah, that is. What, like what was that name again? Uh, trusty sea creatures. Trusty, right? Yeah. Trusty. Okay. Yeah, I wrote um, that down.
1: <laughs> we, I just wanted to make sure <laughs> we
2: we book Trusty sea creatures pretty often too. Um, another one that's super dependable, one of the most dependable artists I've I've booked is Inland Trees. I can, and that's the other level is like there are some friends of mine that I'm like, there there are some artists where I have to go through their management and I have to go through their 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 tour you know, writers and whatnot and have lengthy emails over details. Yeah. And I have friends that I can say, Hey, can you play next week? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, like, awesome. Uh, So John is really cool in that he's always dependable whenever I, I need him. He's always there. And he had a birthday show recently. And it was phenomenal because he got the reception that I felt he deserved. Mm -hmm. Nice. Because, you know, he's always been there for a lot of other people. And people showed up for his birthday. Cool, That that feels good, too. Yeah, right? Like, it's the community aspect that you're hoping for. And it -hmm. it paid off. And
0: and I think that's a really good point, too, with, like, the community aspect. Because um, a lot of the times, uh, we were just talking off air a little bit, that people can spend their money staying at home and not doing anything. But you're not helping out the community. And I think that's something that people need to do in this area and I've been trying to do even as like something as basic as like going to a restaurant. I'm trying to make sure I'm going to more or I guess less chain and more of like not necessarily mom and pop, but like uh there was just a a topic on Reddit where I suggested that like hey, people go to uh go to the the Devil's Reef. And then for drinks, for drinks, get your super strong drinks there because they have the new menus actually have like skulls to tell you how 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 potent they are. And then you can pop over across the street to Puget Sound Pizza Uh and get some amazing pizza right there. And it's all local stuff that's been around for a
2: while. Yep, my roommate was actually just there last night. Really? Yeah, nice
0: (laughs) doing karaoke.
2: Uh, no, oh, no, I was talking about Devil's Reef. Oh, Devil's Reef. Okay, because yes. the
0: karaoke at on Peace is amazing. That's where I did a Bloodhound Gang song that you should never do. Justin, but, Justin loves karaoke. Fucking love people karaoke. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have Rock Band at home just so I can practice karaoke. But... I he had a DJ
1: tell him to get a band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: That was up in Seattle though. That was a hipster guy. He was really, I think he was really annoyed by the fact that I tried whatever man. Yeah, I was at a dive bar and I tried I so... karaoke.
1: Is awesome too.
0: Yeah, I can tell it on the by the look on your what? face.
1: I just don't like to sing. I like to watch. Okay. you do
2: yeah
0: all right fine JP how do you feel about karaoke
2: um I have to have a few in me first yeah Uh, yeah there's a a few embarrassing videos that are out there that I'm like yeah I do not have the tone I do not have the gift but I had fun doing it and you like the song
0: exactly and if you're having fun with it I think that's what matters actually uh there was a there was a topic on reddit about the best karaoke bar and people actually said the uh, flying boots was a really good karaoke place yeah all I know is it's a good place to ride a scooter from That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Another coaster question. Uh, Your strangest experience living in Tacoma. Oh. Now, I'll let you think about it because I want to preface this because I want to talk about the one time. This is one of the reasons why I did this. Because I remembered when I was working security down at the Tacoma Dome Station and I had to call the police on a one-legged man and they wouldn't show up. Oh no. Like I was like I called on I called the non-emergency line because I just needed him off the property. It was like at like two in the morning and he was I think he lost his wheelchair or something like but he was oh. literally hopping from like pillar to pillar. And, and you
1: called the cops on him?
0: Just see like it was more what like was a welfare What was he doing wrong, thing.
1: dude? He was trespassing at that point
0: <laughs> and I had to keep he my job. He might jug. have been waiting for a bus or something. He was something. not. No, he, he 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 made it about halfway halfway down and then Fell asleep on oh. the thing, so yeah. So it was I'm that trying
1: to come up with something. No but I man, can't. No, oh, yeah, well,
0: And I, I called like I had to call twice on the non-emergency. They didn't believe me because when I got to the description, I told the restriction uh, the description of the man, and then I was like, "And he has one leg," and I don't think they believed me. <laughs> so I finally just had to call nine one one, and they helped him out. And Aww. yeah, but it was like one of those like, "Is this is this really happening this right is, now? This is really happening." <laughs> so. Sorry to lead with that, but...
2: I thought of two things that were kind of similar. One, I didn't experience myself, but I experienced other people experiencing it, so I thought that was kind of cool. Hmm. Uh, I saw a video online of somebody driving down 38th Street Mm -hmm. in a quad, pulling a mowing lawn, like a (laughs) lawnmower behind them, and it wasn't just one friend that posted, like, there's somebody going down 38th Street towing a mowing, like a running lawnmower (laughs)
0: with with a quad,
2: like an ATV. It was like several friends that are like tracking like all along 38th street (laughs) saying like, this just happened. Like, Oh, you saw it too. And it was like, what? (laughs) Wow. So that one, that one didn't happen to me. Another one though. uh, I thought about how, uh, so unfortunately uh, a roommate at one point had a break in and was missing their catnip. Wait, just the catnip? No. Oh, but, okay. But the catnip was the funniest thing. But because yeah, you're why like, would you... I mean... Do you, do you think you were going for something else that was green? Yeah, yeah.
0: It wasn't the oregano there, you guys. It was... <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> do you think they just got home and they smoked that? I hope they, they did. I hope they did, too. Because <laughs> that is just going
0: to destroy them. <laughs> That's...
1: Oh, Damn, that makes me so happy. That
0: makes... <laughs> somebody, uh, I mean, like I'm getting a lot of stuff off of Reddit too. But somebody posted about their car getting broken into.
1: Yeah, that's mm. a common thing.
0: But also, the dude had like he, it was empty, but he also had a toolbox in his front on his front seat. I'm mm-hmm.
1: like. Yeah. I mean I I left it in my empty purse on the passenger seat. Well, yeah, your window got broken. Yeah. That's what happens.
0: That's why I stopped leaving like my backpacks and stuff in there. And I don't want to victim blame too much, but also take a little care when it comes into sort of stuff like Uh, that. I don't know if it's
1: victim blaming, but it's
2: just like you leave shit. A little bit of common sense. Yeah, yeah, man. We do we do have a, a safety disclaimer in our so it is relevant to our policies. It's like, yeah, make sure that you have anything. You don't leave it out. If you need us to lock something up, we can.
0: Yeah. And I mean, especially, I mean, just if you're on a major thoroughfare, especially if you're parking along South come away, mm-hmm. it's not to say that it's unsafe. It's just a crime of opportunity sort of thing. And, and so, you park
1: any big any city. You yeah. park anywhere. it Like, if it's even kind of dark, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, hide your shit because people are going to break <laughs> in and steal it. Like, that's, that's common sense, man. Yeah. You don't leave your nice shit out on your front lawn, do you? Like, at your house. Do you, do you like? No, no, no. nobody does that. I'm right? kind of iffy even right. on
0: like the Halloween decorations at this point in time. Right? Because they're us. fun
1: to steal too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then people will. People got mad. So we have a roundabout by our place that they used to plant with uh, like uh, plants and stuff. Aww. And they stopped because people were stealing the plants. Yeah, dude. It's like, this is going to be better in my front yard. We it's used to like,
1: steal pumpkins oh. when I was in high school. We'd really? Steal yeah. 100%. Really? 100%. That's it was a always a thing. Like, it was like as soon as it was late, it was like midnight, one o'clock. Yeah, we'd just go steal pumpkins and we'd smash them all over
2: the ground. Everywhere. You're a jerk. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> One way that's paid off, though, hmm. is that whenever I need to get rid of something. <laughs> you know, all right, the, yeah. The, the How yeah. I Met Your Mother, uh, yeah. like that the vortex, you put something out and then it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So my buddy told me that the secret to that
1: is you actually put a price tag on it. If really? you put free, it'll sit there for like days. But if you like. Our neighbor did that with a couch. If, if you just put a price tag, say like 25 bucks, right? Mm. The next day, it'll be gone. Really? Yeah, people want shit that's worth money. So yeah, I, I haven't posted anything, but they've gone away. So, uh, Jeff, you got a question over there? No, I got a question. Oh, but oh, okay. you know, I hate people who put out TVs. I seen two so far, and there's one. <laughs> Do out, you hate but, those people? Yeah, because what's going to happen? They say good, good for a free home. What's the first thing someone does? Walks up and puts their foot through the screen. Now yeah, you got damn. broken glass everywhere. I've seen barbecues out
0: there before, and I'm like looking at them, just trying to like judge it and see where it is. And usually, it's like missing all the inside so it's just the frame i'm like don't put your trash on the side at least put something useful our neighbors did the the couch thing but it like rained immediately (laughs) i'm like dude you need to take this to the dump because no one cares about this wet soggy couch anymore Uh, it took like two weeks until our other neighbor who's really pissed she's the one who will like chase people with a two by four like and she actually like
1: started yelling at him
0: and so he finally just moved it to the back.
1: Fucking U-Haul's a thing, man. <laughs> just rent a U-Haul, take that shit to the dump. Ser-
0: no, the, the the Tacoma like Tacoma garbage twice a year will do an extra pickup for you for free. Mm-hmm. You can do it for like either inexpensive <laughs> or fucking free. Just look it up. People need to look up their resources in their city because you can do this. It's not that hard. And even if you don't live in Tacoma, you fuckers, like (laughs) seriously, you've got, everyone has like, unless you're like in super deep, unincorporated somewhere, even then don't, take your shit out and
1: dump it in the middle of nowhere yeah, <laughs> like
0: yeah if you live out there you probably have a friend who has a truck yeah like, come just on man. put some elbow grease into it i don't All know right.
1: what we we got off topic yeah sorry like,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no,
1: yeah we got
0: a little on that one uh i found a topic on reddit this is actually a pretty frequent one or, or a, a new one and it was like hey today is our tacoma's cake day so it meant it, it's it's anniversary of how long it's ever been there uh and they're just asking what your favorite thing to see do or eat in tacoma And I wanted to talk about the ones that I did. I did mention Devil's Reef and Stumbling to Puget Sound Pizza because I really love doing that because uh, it's Tacoma Pours, Tacoma Prices, and Tacoma Fun. Uh, Also, the Tacoma Ghost Tours with Andrew. Yep. Go do that because he is amazing. We saw him when we went to Wingman Brewery. Yep. And that was really fun.
1: Dude, Andrew's awesome. 100%. You, you won't go wrong. Gritty, uh, what is it? Gritty City Tours, too?
0: Yeah. Gritty City Tours. I'm are... sure,
1: I, I haven't taken theirs, but you see yeah. everything posted online. They do a great job Yeah, Chris
0: Staldinger. Well, sure. We need to have yeah. him back on yeah, because we... they're doing some amazing things just with like uh, the, uh, the After Hours um, stadium uh, high school tours. They've been doing some stuff with that. Dude, there's so many tours. Steve? Yeah. Dunkel does stuff, too, right? Yeah, Steve Dunkelberger yeah. with uh, the uh, Drunk Tales with Steve. Yeah. So that's amazing. Uh, I said uh, talk about uh, if you're on South come away and maybe that you want to get a little bit of food before heading over to Real Art. Uh, hit the Church Cantina for the Cuban.
2: Yeah, Fucking grilled cheese is yeah. awesome, too, man. I wouldn't know. I only get the Cuban yeah. because I can't get past the Cuban. Man. Yeah. The, the Church Cantina's food is amazing, and they are a life-bringing like, godsend, basically, because it's just you know there isn't a whole lot of food options down there um there's the torta shop which is amazing it's really good yeah um there is i also just discovered that one of the bars i forget which one it is but just a few blocks down does barbecue
1: ooh and i think
2: i think it was the opal lounge don't okay quote me yeah on i know that. which one you're talking about right on there i think either the opal lounge or right next to it there's yeah, one of those yeah it's so it's just down on the block and one of my uh so ron actually the Louis told like oh yeah i'm getting barbecue and i'm like what <laughs> mm-hmm. they do that here I think um, the church is all ages
0: as well. Can't um, they have kids in? They have a small area at the front where oh, you can. Oh, oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mostly a bar, but uh, yeah. I, okay. I, I think they well, kinda, I'm just. yeah. You know. I think
2: it's also a time thing. I think they oh, have uh, a okay. couple yeah. hours. Okay. Yeah.
0: And uh, I, they've got a spooky vibe, but don't worry about that. They're fun. Uh, yeah. Adam, Nicole, and Rusty are pretty awesome yeah. when it comes to that. And the food is also, they've got vegetarian, vegan options as yes. well, which goes a long way because mm-hmm. you don't get that a lot, uh, especially down here in Tacoma. It's kind of like one of those where you're like, well, we've got salads. <laughs> So, like, having any sort of options when you've got either vegetarian, vegan, or picky eaters. I feel like we're just an ad for the church all the time. I know, we are! But, uh, I love it. I but love I do. Place, I love right? going there, so... Yeah. I was the just... Valley, too. The Valley, yeah. I love as well. And that was another one that I put down there. It's like, literally, go see a show oh. at the Valley. Oh, I jumped on it.
2: Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, I was just at the church cantina for emo night, but... Uh, yeah! Other places Isn't that... that every night at the church cantina? <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I'm just teasing. But other places that I absolutely love and I will often go to... Um, are, uh, Dusty's Hideaway, which is new, Ooh, it's where's that? Really at? Really good. It's it's close to top of Tacoma, which is my other favorite place. Yeah, yes! top is awesome. Um, it's a it's a converted house. Oh, so it's neat. it's in McKinley. Um, I don't remember the exact address, but it's there's a website for it, and it's just a house. And the food is amazing. the The drinks are great. Um, they're also shareable. So if it's if you want to go with a group, it's great because nice. they have like a pitcher serve. I think it's kind of like family style almost at that point. Yeah, I think they have. Um, it's a lot of people that would also go to the Zodiac Supper Club. Yeah, So it's kind of got a similar vibe. Okay. Shout out to, uh, did we talk about Zodiac Supper Club? Um, You know, we
1: talked about it a long time ago when they very, yeah. very first opened. Cause uh, they have a super weird vibe when, when yeah. they first opened. I haven't been there in a long time. It's,
0: it was almost like kind of like a tiki bar slash basement.
2: Yeah, they had some weird yeah. old TVs in there yeah. and stuff
1: going on. So it was kind of a weird vibe. But uh, that's you, you cook your own food, right? Yeah. Like you cook your own meat.
2: Uh, Dusty's has a kitchen. Okay. Um, and they are kitschy, too. They're, oh. they're, they've got a lot of different, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, knickknacks and paintings, and you're like, oh, cool. This is, like, this is a certain vibe. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, with the Zodiac supper
0: Club, you do uh, cook your own meat, which was kind of interesting because uh, DoorDash added them. Without, That's weird. Without telling them. This is, oh. like, a thing DoorDash does. Like, they'll just add you to their lists. And because. So
1: you just get a raw steak? Well, that's the thing. That's the only one
0: thing that one of the bartenders, uh, like one of his Facebook posts, was just like, that's not how this works, guys. Whoops. And I'm like throwing stuff around. Um, But he was like, this isn't how this works. And we can't do this. We're not just going to give you a slab of meat to take to somebody because, and we're not going to cook it because that's not what we do. Yeah, that's weird. No. But it's a lot of fun there just to be able to go and uh, cook anything. And that's one. that one's just up on
1: uh, MLK. Okay, I haven't been there. I mean, I've been there, but just for drinks. I've never eaten there. So, Oh, really? No, we I did, should.
0: Yeah, we did. Uh, you can get a
1: big-ass steak there. If really I go, good. I'm going with Brogan, and he's going to cook for me. That's just <laughs> because— do it your damn self! I mean, he cooks so much better than I do.
2: <laughs> they also have, like, the punch bowls for alcohol, too. Yes. Which is really cool. So I, I like that yeah. communal, like, dinner-style thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of fun on that one as
0: well. Uh, I I was trying to think of some of the other places that I love to hit up. You love going down to the Rock the Dock.
1: I you do. do that a lot. We do do that a lot, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, especially on Sundays. For some reason, like we finish here and it's just because um, it's, it's, it's just, right down there. Yeah, it's an easy shot, right? So we go down there and we do. They always, they always serve us like they're they're always fantastic, right? Can't think of anything like super special. I get there. It's always just bar food, but yeah. but it's always good. Like they never. I wish I could say something better. <laughs> uh I, I love they do comedy. They're they're just fantastic. You ride on the water, it's just a neat spot, man. I don't know.
0: And then all the I mean, all the breweries around here, especially down on Pacific Avenue, they're getting a flat stick, which I'm kind of interested in. I love they have flat the,
1: stick in Seattle. Yeah,
0: I've uh I've never been, but they have like their own dumb like bar games. It's kinda like what like Reinhouse does. With, yeah, they like, do the mini indoor golf mini stuff.
1: golf for sure, but then they do a thing called duffel board. I've never <laughs> played it. It's like shuffleboard, but all right. there's something else in there. So
0: one of the things I'm I've been trying to uh, get us to do maybe maybe next year because I think the season is over is heading out to Parkland Putters oh, and okay. doing some uh, is it outside. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. that's the problem is it's uh, outside. I haven't been there in like literally years. Like, but it's putt putt. They we got should
1: a, do it. They got a big ass boat. I, I bet maybe they'd let us do it if we. Um Do it on outside of season then let us just all go in there and just camera. (laughs) Maybe.
0: Maybe that's how we gotta do it. Then we could do putt stuff then.
1: Yeah. Putt stuff. Putt stuff. Yeah. That needs to be a shirt.
2: Yeah, right? I know.
0: (laughs) I was like I was like, how are we gonna it's like we need a catchy name. Okay, we got it. Now we just need to do I would love to do it like tournament style, like like how they do like real like golf tournaments. Where you get like, On teams, uh,
2: like doubles yeah. or something. See, yeah, I feel like that could be its own, <laughs> own podcast too. Right? <laughs> I know. It's going to, it'll
0: turn into like our boot to boot where that was just a, a train
1: slash a joke and scooter. And then all of a wreck. sudden we did it. And then yeah. One of us ended up crippled.
0: <laughs> you're not totally crippled. You can mostly make it upstairs now. <laughs> yeah, be careful when you're scooting around, uh, around the town. Or be
1: careful when you're just making up shit to do with your friends. <laughs> <laughs>
0: JP, seriously, man, uh, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Uh, where can people find out more information about events uh, for uh, Real Art Tacoma mm-hmm. and then also how to maybe submit DIY stuff or how to become involved with it as well? Because I'm, I'm going to assume that you guys would love to uh, have volunteers and other staff as well, because running this stuff is not an easy task. And if it's
2: that's a good way for people to be able to help out in their community. Mm, totally absolutely we are 100 percent volunteer run too mm-hmm. so that is the the main thing you can help out you can participate um the best way to do that is to go to com. there is a volunteer page that has a form that you can fill out and we can get started and say hey let's schedule a time to do a one-on-one training session
1: and cool. you guys are 501c3 we are okay so like a lot of companies just um, will will reimburse you or will they'll give you extra time if you volunteer for a, a non-profit so Maybe if you guys are looking into something like that, check and see with your company, your HR people, see if they do that.
0: And this is one of those important things in Tacoma because it's an all-ages, very inclusive venue. So if you have friends or family who are under 21, who need something to do, who need an outlet, uh, volunteering is a great way to see if they're even interested in doing stuff like this. Uh, And it'll also give them training and it'll give them... Frankly, something to do a lot
1: of the times, right. and that How, helps a lot, right? How many times do you hear people complain? Oh, there's nothing to do for the kids, right? Oh, there's right. nothing to do for teenagers. Yeah, it just sounds like that, right? A hundred times, dude. You hear that all the time. Yeah,
2: this is something to do. Like, get your shit together and come help. Also, <laughs> if people are students, uh, we do provide internship credit too. We work, oh, really, nice, really, uh, really closely one-on-one. We've had several design interns through Northwest College of Art and Design, which has been amazing. We've worked with high school students with Next Move Tacoma. They are actually so they're in the process of like getting us one for spring. Um, and next move is a great another great project, but I'll, I'll talk about that later. absolutely, but, yeah, we'll have you yeah. back on to talk about stuff. Man, so so many things that you could do, whether it's stores, that's the primary thing is letting people in. Mm-hmm. Um, for a lot of people, that's their first time handling money. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. That's um, you know, and it's great when I see like families do it too, like when I have like a you know, a little. Five-year-old stamping people. <laughs> like, that's yeah, the best. Yeah, that's great. So, yes, uh, com, going to the volunteer page. That's the best way to get started because we'll go into the forum, talk about your availability, soon we can have a one-on-one meeting and just go over our training.
0: And are you guys doing stuff, uh, like, all week? or Do you have, like, specific days that you're open? Or does it, uh, is it just basically dependent on, like, shows and stuff like that uh, and how those are scheduled?
2: Yes, Okay. All of the above. So, so, here... so if you go to the website, you'll have all that info. <laughs> so, so here's how it usually works um, because I also, you know, I have a day job, four Absolutely. hours a week. yeah. Uh, so having evenings off, um, I usually go straight from work to the venue for a show. Um, so that's usually when I ask and I say, hey, if you have any time during the week after seven or on the weekend. Okay. That's usually when I can work with you. However, we also have a volunteer coordinator. Uh, shout out to Megan, who is amazing and can help out too. But since we are volunteer, like everybody has their own schedule. Mm-hmm. Everybody okay. has different times that they can meet and make it work. Um, the best way is to do that. And we usually communicate primarily through email too. Okay. So that form will send us an email and we'll respond through the volunteer email, which is volunteer at article.com.
0: Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, man. Like again, uh people if you're out there, support local community stuff, support stuff for your kids because I mean, you know, they're your future, just like the song says. And so this is one of those things where you can help out your community.
1: Yeah. And look, and if you don't live in Tacoma, like look around, there's probably something in the city Absolutely. around you. Yeah. Like, find it
0: like like we were just ranting about do some fucking research <laughs> look it up a little oh, bit not everyone can help shit. you out there with all that so do a little search on that uh, thank you so much JP for spending yeah, some time cool, with man. us uh, everyone out there thank you for listening thank you for streaming on Facebook and asking questions or even inputting if you're going to be doing that uh, follow us on Facebook because we'll be doing this more often Jeff figured that out which is awesome thank you Jeff Thank you. And <laughs> I know just was surprised him over there to see what he's doing over there. Um and uh, again Back us up on Patreon. If you can, be a patron. Patreon.com slash Grid City Podcast. Like our stuff. Tell your friends. Yeah. Even if you can't give us money, uh, share our stuff. uh, Listen to our podcast. But I mean, if you listen this long, you've probably listened to much. You're probably
1: listening right now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Exactly. If you're listening,
0: you're listening. Yeah. I I think we're done now. But uh, seriously, guys, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, we are out of here. You've been listening to the Grid City Podcast. Check them out at
2: GritCityPodcast.com.